Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know, the name of the song that we've opened this podcast with is called Time. And most of us are aware of the fact that it's one of the great rock and roll songs appearing on the Pink Floyd album, Dark Side of the Moon. And the premise of the album really uh, is echoed in the song Time because it's really about a human condition that we all face, which is that sooner or later we all run out of time. And so the process of living is really the process of a clock ticking. It's kind of a nihilistic way of looking at it, but it's a human condition that we all have. Uh, sooner or later, we all uh, simply cease to exist in this current form. Now, what happens after that is really up to anybody's speculation, but it's a nagging question that never goes away. It's one of the few nagging questions that ever goes away. And so in our culture, this is reflected in our music and it's reflected in our movies. You know, the question of not only what happens, but why. So wouldn't it have been great if we were given the answer as to what happens when we die? If we were given a reasonable concept that is intellectually acceptable and at the same time, something that indicates that the universe is intelligently run. Is death just a process where we transition from one phase to another? Do we cease to exist with only our memories and our, our legacy remaining? Someone once described death as getting in an elevator and going from the first floor to the second floor. In many ways, I look at this life much as I look at some of the events in our lives that seem to indicate that there's something of a pattern. And this pattern is clearly disclosed in paper 47, which is a, a paper that is dedicated to the mansion worlds, which I'll get to in just a moment. And then paper 48 is about the Marancha life. And I'll get to that in just a moment. So these two papers of the Arantia book disclose the existence of what happens to us or the existence of our life post-mortal, post-mortal living. Whereas paper 47 describes the seven specific planets that we are to go from one to seven called mansion worlds. And they are, you know, physical spheres, probably about the size of Earth uh, they all have the prerequisites of a planet that is capable of sustaining life. And these mansion worlds have been in existence since the first ascendant mortal showed up. In fact, these worlds were created for the specific purpose of, of teaching newly resurrected mortals how to adjust to their new environment. 
how to adjust in being citizens of heaven. So wouldn't it have been remarkable to have this information? I mean, it really is the information we all want, isn't it? I mean, don't all of our strivings represent that, that desire to know if our life is worth something, if it's worth enough? And, and what happens when we die? Where do we go? Do we get to see our friends and our family? Most of us believe that we do, but we've never really been told until now. For example, there's a touchingly affectionate section where it describes the probationary worlds on Mansion World Number 1. And all children who die on Earth before they have the opportunity to make that faith decision, uh, they're preserved and they're waiting for you. So if you lost a child, your child will be waiting for you according to this narrative. If your child has two parents, both parents will have the opportunity to raise that child in the next life. You ever heard that before? That's, that has to be probably one of the most impactful statements that the Ranch Book makes. Imagine the comfort that, that that message would give to so many millions of people who've lost their children. Another interesting statement that the Urantiabook makes about the Marantia life is that we do get new bodies, but these bodies are not made of flesh and blood. They make a reference to Paul the Apostle who mentions his revelatory vision of heaven where we have bodies of a more enduring substance. It's a direct quote from the Bible and also used in the Urantiabook to describe the Marantia life. They say that we eat, we drink, we laugh, we work, we play, we have societies that we are part of. We are part of a group of ascending mortals who are there to learn as we transition from this mortal estate to a more spiritual estate. God's Spirit in us, with us as we resurrect in the, res in the resurrection halls of Mansonia number one. So for the first time in our existence, perhaps, we have something that tells us that time does lead somewhere. And it's, I think, helpful in alleviating that, that dark despair, that unknowingness that sometimes leads to fear. Let me conclude with this excerpt from paper 48, which gives us the introduction to the paper entitled The Marancha Life, which is the post-mortal life. God cannot transform a creature of gross animal nature into a perfected spirit by some mysterious act of creative magic. When the creators desire to produce perfect beings, they do so by direct and original creation, but they never undertake to convert animal origin and material creatures into beings of perfection in a single step. The Marantia life, extending as it does over the various stages of the local universe career, is the only possible approach whereby material mortals could attain the threshold of the spirit world. What magic could death, the natural disillusion of the material body, hold that such a simple step should instantly transform the mortal and material mind into an immortal and perfected spirit. 
Such beliefs are but ignorant superstitions and pleasing fables. Always the Marancha transition intervenes between the mortal estate and the subsequent spirit status of surviving human beings. Of course, I encourage you to check out paper 47 and 48 if you haven't read it in a while or if you've not read it. It's one of the more fascinating narratives in the Urantia Revelation. Till next time, thank you again for joining me on Urantia Radio, the podcast. You're an interesting species, an interesting mix. You're capable of such beautiful dreams and such horrible nightmares. You feel so lost, so cut off, so alone. See, in all our searching, the only thing we found that makes the emptiness bearable is each other. Now, you go home. This was just the first step. In time, you'll take another. This is the way it's been done for billions of years. Small moves, Ellie. Small moves. God only knows. God makes his plan. The information's unavailable to the mortal man. We're working our jobs. Collect our Slip sliding away Slip sliding away Slip sliding away You know the nearest destination Oh, you slip sliding